This is Nikki Bruno with the Epic Comeback Podcast, where warrior women who've gone through absolute caca give you advice on how to get to the other side of yours. We have gone to hell in a handbasket. It's the middle of COVID-19. The show must go on. And I am thrilled today to have with me a rock star. Her name is Hillary Porta. She's the shame slayer. She's the generational shifter. And she's the, what was the last one, Hillary? Life architect. <laughs> Life architect. We are going to hear from Hillary. Thank you so much for being with me and us today, Hillary. I am so honored. You know, I've kind of had this kind of shero crush on you anyway since I, I got to uh, be in New York with you. And I just love everything that you're doing and everything that you're about. And I, you know, from a woman who has also overcome a very high conflict divorce, I can just say a huge thank you for your willingness to help others navigate these um, <laughs> kind of treacherous waters. <laughs> treacherous is a good word. And thank you so much for that, Hillary. I'm I, and you know, the, the Shiro girl crush is coming. <laughs> <at you. laughs> yeah, you are, you're so awesome. And what I'd like to do right now is give you the mic and have you tell us about how awesome you are. Um, oh my gosh. <laughs> Who are you anyway, and where are you from, and how do you keep yourself instigating and slaying the <laughs> slaying shame and all that other stuff? I am. Um, wow. You know, I think I should have you follow me around, girl, and, <laughs> you know, introduce me to everybody. Um, so for me, I, I'm really fortunate. I've been um, blessed to work in a lot of different ecosystems and um, I kind of cut my teeth as a strategist and a consultant. So working at large initiatives in corporate all over the world globally. And um, so strategy kind of is, in, I do it in my sleep. <laughs> and so, um, you know, I'm kind of that geek that kind of made the, the shift actually from strategist to human behavioralist. And so for the last 10 years, I've been doing a deep dive into neuroscience, um, everything from, gosh, NLP, um, psychology, metaphysics. Um, I did a lot of theology. I used to run a women's ministry. I mean, I used to be on the speaking circuit for that. I'm still am. Um, I, I don't know. I've just gotten to really human behavior is my gig. I, I, in some ways, I think that I could have been a, an easy industrial psychologist um, and narrow a neuroscientist. I've had so many hours under my belt. Um, I really got into it so much that I became an advanced psyche practitioner. And I'll tell you what that means in a minute. It just goes into really rewrite, excuse me, rewiring. If I could talk today, I don't know. Um, maybe I need to rewire and recode over that. Um, but it, you know, it's really, and it's, it's what's so cool about it is you just go in. A lot of people spend a lot of years in therapy and then they finally come to me because they're tired, they're financially exhausted and they haven't gotten a lot of traction. So they'll come to me and we recode literally the subconscious of your mind. Um, it's kind of like, yeah, it really is. And it's, um, I wish I would have discovered this 10 years ago, man, I can't even imagine, you know, but I, I rarely, I mean, it is so rare that I have a bad day or I have a, or get triggered by anything. And, you know, it's, it's really been a godsend for not only myself, but so many of my clients. Um, I get to, you know, you laugh and you said, you know, I'm the shame slayer. I truly am. I just, I'm all about ripping that shirt off, man, of shame, because, you know, we've been given it at such a young age. And those of us who have gone through 
high conflict divorces. And also not just that, but even in corporate, I mean, there's this shame induced conversations and all yeah. kinds of stuff. And so I get to work in, um, a lot of different ecosystems, like I said, you know, everywhere from professional motorsports like the Ferrari, the Mercedes, the Lamborghini teams, um, and do a lot of mindset coaching with them. And wow, so, dude. I didn't yeah. know that about you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I travel all over the world with the teams and um, really help with mindset. And because, uh, I mean, you know, when you're going 200 miles an hour around the corner, you want to make sure that your mind is right. And, you know, there's no limiting yeah. beliefs and things like that. So we may, you know, we spend some time really kind of repattering and recoding and making sure that everything is, is clear. Um, so that, and then I do a lot with special forces. I do a lot in the film industry. Um, got all kinds of clients all over the place from celebs to NFL, to, you know, motorsports to um, stay at home moms. You know, I think it's just humans that are stuck that I get to play with. So um, feel very honored to walk in that sacred space with them. And uh, get to, like I said, I, I think that I'm the lucky one, really, because um, I get to do what I love. You know, you and I were just talking about that right before we went on air is how incredibly blessed and grateful that we are because, you know, for some, the coronavirus is really, I mean, it's impacting them in such a big way. And for us, we get to do our, you know, we get to do our thing. We get to be in our zone of genius and we get to do it and still serve our clients at such a high level, you know through Zoom and through Skype and through Google, um, you know, Hangouts and all that, all different sorts of, you know, really different platforms. So, yeah. Yeah. It's really amazing. It's so amazing. Um, I didn't know all of that about the different oh. ecosystems and the different groups of clients. It's so, it's so awesome. Um, makes me want to get to the, you know, it makes me want to get to the meat, the meat here of, of what, you know, of your story and then advice to other people. Yeah. So Hillary, you mentioned high conflict divorce and Woo! what I'd like this, <laughs> this podcast here, it's, it's about, it's by and for women who've gone through really difficult stuff. So yes. would you give us please an executive summary because the even better stuff is, is yet to come. The executive summary of what you went through, the caca that you went through and what was the worst part? See if you can encapsulate it. Man. Okay. So yeah. <laughs> It was so high conflict. You know that there's an there was a movie out there called The War of the Roses. Yes. Uh, yeah. Okay. So you're familiar, and it depends on what. Yeah. Exactly. And depends on you know what age groups if they've seen it or not. But it was that made my divorce um, look like I don't know so easy. My divorce was extremely costly um, financially. Uh, it broke me. I mean, broke, took every dime, the last dime that I had. Um, mentally, oh my Lord, yes, about lost my mind several times. And we're talking fetal, fetal position, like really contemplating killing myself. Yeah. Um, emotionally, obviously, and, you know, just physically, it took a toll. I had, I've had cancer twice. I had a heart attack through the, you know, right after the separation and the divorce. I mean, well, Hell, obviously I'm a tough bird. You know, let's just be honest. I am a tough bird, but um, you know, that's an understatement. I know, but you know, at the same time, I'm going to say something that's probably going to shock the living. Can I cuss on this? Yeah, you can cuss. Okay, sorry. I don't want to be disrespectful, but it's going to shock the living shit out of most people. Now that I'm on the other side of it, I'm so th incredibly thankful for it because I was able to turn not only my loss into leverage, right, but 
for the very first time, I got to discover who the hell I really was. Because, you know, we, we take on this identity as wives and as mothers and, as, you know, community servants and all these things. And when that's ripped off, <laughs> literally, you know, when it has been, you kind of question who the hell you are. You're kind of left at this, you know, you're the divorcee. <laughs> you know? yeah. Right. And your children come from a broken, broken home. family. And did you know that all these statistics are, and you're going, holy hell, um, you know, and <laughs> trying to, I mean, seriously, and you're like trying to climb out of this pit at the same time. Yeah. And you're, every time you climb a foot, you know, you fall down about 10 feet and you're, you've got bloody knees and your fingernails are just about ripped off. <laughs> it's just not pretty. So now, you know, I am 11 years yeah, well, no, I'm sorry. I'm 10 years out. Um, but ours took a very, very long time, like a few years. Yeah. And it just literally, it was, it was torture. And, you know, I'm, it's really funny. I've had many friends that says, I don't know how you lived through that. I mean, that's how devastating it was. Yeah. Oh, completely. Yeah. I, I can relate to that. And, and do we really know how, do we really know how we lived through it? I mean, I, yeah. I've been, I've been trying to make sense of that and I've created a curriculum framework called yeah. the Epic Comeback about yeah. how to stage the Epic Comeback afterwards. But in terms of how do you get through it day yeah. to day, there's, there's, there, there is plenty of advice and plenty of wisdom. But when it comes down to it, for myself anyway, I don't know how the heck I got through it. Well, you know, it's really... It I had that, that, that fuzzy moment, you know, <laughs> that's what I call it. You know, it's, it's kind of that, that whole, like, how the hell did we get through this? Right. I mean, you look back on it and really, really do the work of examining it and you go, good gosh, this was amazing that I actually am still alive, you know, and that I haven't lost my ever loving mind, you know, and my children are still okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, you know, it, it just shows the resilience really the resilience factor and and so but um yeah. like you you know it's it's we were both called to really take a look and help kind of be that hand to hold through it and I think that's one of the things that's so important about your program is you know you're out there sharing your your mechanics the methodology on how to get through this thing because you know once you get over the mountain then you can say oh hey you take a right here you take a left here <laughs> here's what you're going to need to do yeah. and you know over there is a big ass you know bear do not go over there you know <laughs> that kind of thing so you're you're kind of navigating through the wilderness of the divorce and that's it's a really important thing yeah yeah it sure is well hillary let me ask you this based yeah. on based on all of the ecosystems you've worked with, your personal experience, your studies, NLP, um, the totality of who you are and how you also help other people and other women, what advice would you give to our audience who are women, primarily women, some men who are going through absolute caca right now? They're in the middle of that junk. They're yeah. in the middle of not knowing how they'll get through. How would you advise them? How would you inspire them? Um, I wish, I guess the, the truth is, is I wish that there would have been programs out there available. Um, you know, when I was going through this 10 years ago, that would have been 
amazing. I would have jumped in it. I wouldn't have cared how much it cost to be truthful. I just wouldn't. I mean, you know, how, how much can, what kind of price tag can you put on your mental health? Right. Um, and also really, you know, that's one of the, the kind of my titles that everybody laughs about is I'm a generational shifter because you do not want them to repeat this process, your children. And so how to hold on to your mind while you're going, while you're losing your mind, how to hold on to it. And also how not to impact your children so that they, they will be, you know, as unscathed as, as humanly possible while you're going through it. So, yeah. you know, yeah, it's, um, as far as what would I do? What would I tell them? Get help. <laughs> yeah. Take a hand. Um, and, and this is one of the things that mostly surprises a lot of people when I say this, but, and I do a big component of it in my own program, um, which is R3. I actually started a whole company for this. Um, and it's, it's now it's like international and it's really cool in that, you know, we're teaching people how to rebuild, reinvent and reemerge mm -hmm. and, you know, kind of walk into themselves um, maybe for the very first time or rediscover, you know, what they've lost through the loss. Yeah. And um, most people are surprised when I say, Hey, you know, they're always like, Oh, my best friend, I talk to them and they do this and that you'll exhaust the hell out of your friends and you're going to lose a lot of them if you do that. Because also they're not really experts through this. They can be, they can be there to support you and they can be there, you know, kind of shoulder to shoulder, but they're not, they're not designated experts that, you know, have a whole lot of training, <laughs> you know, to, to really handle this. And unfortunately it, it taxes the friendships and the, you know, the kind of the family members and sometimes alienates them. Yeah. And so that's why I say, Hey man, consult a professional with this. Um, it's just so, it's so incredibly important. And, you know, when you have someone who has navigated the waters, you know, the treacherous waters of this, and they can really, um, they can, again, they can tell you and, and help you understand the, the dynamics that are going on. So you don't feel so isolated, right? You don't feel, you know, uh, to that point. And then you also have hope. You know, you can become, you know, you seek those that are the facilitators of hope for you because, you know, the ones like, you know, like you, Nikki, I mean, you have had an epic comeback, you know, and that's why your program is so really incredibly important to so many, right? Because it is, it's, you've had it, you've been there, you've done that, and you're wanting to make sure that, you know, to lend that hand so that, you know, others can experience what you've gotten to on this other side. I mean, look at you. Oh my gosh. Would you, have, uh, I mean, you think I'm the one who should, be, who should be walking around with you. <laughs> introducing no, me. no, but seriously, you think about just you and your journey and your epic comeback. Had you not had that divorce, you wouldn't have been able to step into your true calling. No, not this one anyway. Exactly. No, anyway. And I, I love what you're saying about, about getting professional help. And it's important. Yeah, I, I like to talk to people about different types of support. And yes. when you're going through a crisis, it's important to, everyone's telling you get help, seek help, as they should. It's right. really good advice. Yes, get help, don't do it alone. There's no reason to do it alone. We're yes. social creatures, we're interpersonal creatures. We're meant to be relying on each other. Yes. But there are types of support that, um, you know, everyone needs different types of support. So get yes. the support that's right for you. And professional support is 
one of the reasons, and I don't think anyone on this podcast so far has brought up the fact that you can alienate people in your life by overtaxing them, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I think in, in my case, my friends wanted to be helpful, absolutely. Of course. And wanted yeah. to support me unconditionally. And yet, as you were talking, it, it brought, out, brought up this little kind of pain pocket in my heart because I did lose a friend that way. Yep. She did feel that I was overly self-centered and just too much about me, me, me. Even though I felt like I was being overly aware of that and not wanting that to happen. So it's, I mean, it's, uh, it's one o'clock. It happened. Yeah, you know, and, and I want to I want to speak to that for just one second and just my experience based from that. Um, what happens, as you well know, <laughs> is when we're when the rug is pulled out from underneath us and we're having to kind of completely look at everything and examine our new in our new world. Um, and I address this. It's really funny. I address this. I'm writing a book right now. It's called Oh Shit. Now what? You know. <laughs> Uh, the tale uh, truly, you know, of, of rebuilding, reinventing and reemerging. And because there's, there is that moment that, oh shit, now what? Oh my gosh. Yeah. And so, you know, everything in your landscape changes. I mean, like honestly overnight and, you know, we, we tend to at that point because it's, that's, it's drama infused. I mean, it just is right. You're the, the, the uncoupling right and becoming unmarried at this point is really challenging you know from a legal standpoint a financial emotional i mean you're getting it's just there's everything is new there's just so much new yeah and what happens to our brains is we we get in this whole i'm going to nerd you out for just a minute and i know you're you're probably oh, not please. so from a neurological standpoint like i said i've studied neuroscience for the last few years so for neurologically what happens is that you become in that whole fight or flight you know, because you're obsessing and you're ruminating and you're catastrophizing everything, right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, because there's just so much fear and there's so much uncertainty and so much unknown. And then you've got, when it's a high conflict divorce, such as yours and mine, I mean, there's this combativeness, right? Yeah. So Constant we're living, tension. yes. Oh my gosh. And so we're living almost as if like we've got an IV that's hooked up with cortisol just pumping through us. Yes. And so what happens with that, <laughs> besides it frying your brain completely, um, you know, you get the fog, you get the, all this stuff. And it's, it's like what I call, it's like a record that becomes broken mm -hmm. in your brain. Mm -hmm. And so immediately, the minute you relax, your body has become so accustomed to, right, all of that cortisol and all that drama that it goes, oh my gosh, wait a minute, there's something wrong. Let's boom and let's bring it right back. And so it kind of comes into kind of a wash, rinse and repeat. Yeah. And until you learn how to kind of repattern and recode and retrain your brain, then you're going to have, you know, you're going to have the same thing going on and on and on and on and on. And that's one of the things that is really so important is learning how to recode, learning how to repattern and what does that look like, you know? And so that, that's the really, the big thing as well. So. Yeah. And your friends, um, you know, unless your friend is Hillary Porta, you, know, <laughs> unless, you, your friends don't know how to do that. Your parents don't know uh -huh. how to do that. And it's very possible. You're very highly possible that even your therapist doesn't know how to do that, you know? Well, so and I've, I've found that too. And, you know, I don't mean to interrupt you with the whole thing, but 
I have a lot of therapists that actually come to me. It's really funny. They're like, oh my gosh, you got to do a psych K balance on me. I'm just, you know, because they know that it's just familiar and familiar. And even though people do affirmations, they do, you know, resolutions, they're doing mantras, they're doing all this. The truth is, is that until they change that subconscious belief, mm-hmm. it's hardwired in. Mm-hmm. And then they get even more frustrated, which then gets further on the hamster wheel and you know they just start spinning out of control and it's really easy because again i think you said it beautifully you know your friends wanted to help all of our friends wanted to help because they're like they see their girl over here like (laughs) slain and battered and bruised and they're like oh my god we've got to get you up you know we've got to get you out of there and but pretty soon our world overtakes their world and you know, they are starting to exhibit, because if you're, if you really step back from it and pull back, you're kind of the sum of your parts, right? Who you surround yourself with, right? Mm-hmm. You can play to your, your, your literally weakest link. That's as strong as you're going to be able to play. And so all of your friends, you know, while they're wanting to, and they have these great intentions, but at the same time, they start taking it on and they start feeling the stress and the angst and all that. And then as a self-protective mechanism, they kind of pull back a little bit because it's hurting them physically and emotionally. And they, they feel, then they become to feel helpless. And it, that's why there's a lot of distancing, you know, during that time of a high conflict divorce. And so a lot of people don't understand that. And they're like, well, you were supposed to be there for me, you know, and they're like, well, you sucked my whole life. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, that's a really good point. It's a really a point. It, it's yeah. important for us to be compassionate for the people in our lives too. It I mean, is it's like, you know, it's like living with a person who has, um, you know, any kind of disease, it takes yes. so much energy and yeah. Totally. It does. Wow. 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 Well, I'm going to ask you a lighter <laughs> question. I ask everybody this cause I always want to know, um, since we're all about being epic here, Hillary, yeah. if, you can have any superpower that you don't already have and you are filled with superpowers. <laughs> what would it be? What would you pick? Oh gosh, that's really cool. That's a great question, Nikki. Oh my gosh. Um, filled with superpowers. I don't know. You know, the weird thing is now um, at that point where I know this is really strange, but I mean, I just turned 53 last week and I am happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you. But the truth is, is that I've never been happier. I've never been, I I do what I want to do. I'm called the life architect for a reason. I I architect people's lives so that they can get what they want. So, I mean, I travel all the time. I speak all the time. I do this. I'm writing. I'm, I'm in the sweetest spot I've ever been in, in my life. I, I think the only thing that, that I will say And it's, um, I was asked this recently when I was on stage and they said, Hey, how do you define, don't you love it when they ask you these kind of crazy questions? You're like, (laughs) how do you define luxury? And I think they were expecting me to say a plane, you know, or, you know, your own plane or your house or another, you know, several houses and this and that. And I just said, it's to be unhurried. Oh, (laughs) Yeah. And that's, that's old, that's an old mama wisdom kind of thing, but it's really true. So I think that if, if I could have that is I would just be unhurried, you know, that would be, that would be the superpower that I'm learning, you know, on a daily basis myself. It's just, it's a discipline. It really is. So it's unhurried. When you said that Hillary, I would love to see a brain scan. Like, (laughs) I know. (laughs) 
you know, or a heart scan. Like I was filled with relief hearing yeah. you say that filled me with relief and kind of this wistful feeling. I mean, I'm, I'm glad that I moved from the East Coast to the West Coast because the East Coast culturally is a much more hurried and intense place. And, you know, here in Southern California, I do find that things tend to be and people tend to be a little more chill, or at least seeming to be a little more chill. Because being unhurried, I, I'm with you. I'm so with you. What I thought you were going to say is I thought you were going to say freedom. I've got that, man. Yeah. <laughs> I got that. You've already got that superpower, but you know, the, the older I get and the more of these epi podcast episodes I, I record and the more clients I work with, the more I realize that ultimately people want freedom. People really want freedom yeah. and want to be at choice, but it's, a, it's also scary. There's something so scary about freedom and being- well, It's radical. It I mean, is radical. It's like it's taking radical. personal responsibility for, for yourself and for the decisions and choices that you make. It's really scary. Well, and, you know, I do a lot, like I said, with a lot of different people as far as my clients. And, you know, the, the truth is, is that what I teach is, and, and this is where the freedom comes in. Okay. I teach vulnerability. I teach how to show up. And most people that, that they're like, what the hell does that really mean? <laughs> But it, it's true because when, when you can, when you can throw off this shirt of shame and when you can learn to love yourself unconditionally, and that, that takes some serious discipline and some practice and some definite framework. Um, but when you can do that and you can step into becoming more vulnerable and surrendering, there's a beauty to surrender. Um, and you know, when you do that, then the byproduct is freedom and it's, it's beautiful. So, you know, you live, you live free and I, it's actually, that's the, that's the funny thing is that's the, that's my program's name is called the freedom tour. <laughs> awesome. So, yeah. Awesome. What a segue. I know. Wow. How crazy. <laughs> what a segue. So speaking of that, so Hillary, I could talk to you all day. I could talk to you all week. <laughs> Um, Same here, girl. Thank you again for being on my show. Let me ask you this. Where can we find you? How can we learn about your programs? How can we follow you? How can we learn from you? Read your book, et cetera. Oh, thank you. Um, gosh. Okay. Starting point. Website. You can reach me at www.hporta.com. And it should give you kind of a, a list uh, of kind of the services I have. I actually do one-on-one -on -one coaching. I have group coaching. I have masterminds. I have um, a definite online community. I have different closed Facebook groups. There's one called Life After Divorce. But, um, you know, there's, there's just so many different things that I get to do. Like I said, I, another way you can reach me through Instagram is HP underscored the underscored life underscored architect there's a lot of underscores in there i'd love to be able to change that <laughs> so I'm trying to work on that right now um okay. and on linkedin of course just search me hillary porta and you'll be able to connect with me there i'd love for you to link in with me that would be fantastic and facebook i've got h porta coaching and consulting i've got r3 international inc um, as well. And that's where the, the company actually, that's a, one of, another one of my companies that 
again, is more events oriented and workshops and things of that nature where we do, we help women walk into kind of badassery, right? And we mm. teach them, you know, how to, how to let go. And, you know, that's, that's how I got my nickname, the Shame Slayer, really, um, was, you know, really teaching them how to do that and walk into themselves um, with kind of the methodology that I've created over the last 10 years. So that's, that's where you can find me. <laughs> Wonderful. Wonderful. So everyone, this is Nikki Bruno with Hillary Porta on the Epic Comeback podcast. For more information about how to stage an epic comeback in your life after a life-shattering experience, such as divorce, please go to theepiccomeback.com. Everybody, you got to go. You really have to go. She's doing some amazing, amazing work. And, you know, guys, before I'm just like chiming in and she's going, oh, cut it. Girl. We got to go. We got to go. But here's the deal. Whatever you do, reach out to her. Okay. Hold her hand. She's been through it. She is just phenomenal at what she does. And the best part is she's heart centered. She's going to take it up and she's going to go with you. And you all are going to carry that baton to the finish line. Thank you, Hillary. You're welcome. Over and out. <laughs>